Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Nathaniel Swan. When Peter came to, uh, if you just read from 1 Corinthians through, he came to a church where um, there was a lot of dissension, people saying, well, I, you know, I'm following this person and I'm following this person and then they liked Apollos and Paul and Christ and everybody. Um, and you can look at that and think, well, isn't it great to be a follower of Christ? And it is, as long as that's not just religious or, or <clears throat> not just doctrinal, but it's your life. And um, Paul had an answer for all the division. If you read through, you see where they're even taking each other to court when they got together for their Lord's Supper and Communion. The first people were grabbing as much of the Lord's Supper as they could, and others didn't have enough, and no, it, it was quite a mess. And, you know, that's the human, as Brother Murph pointed out. No, we're quite a mess, but God has a deliverance for us. He has a, a new creature, a new creation for us in Christ. And that's such a wonderful thing. And that's what Paul starts out talking about First uh, Corinthians chapter 1 verse 17 for Christ sent me not to baptize but to preach the gospel not with wisdom of words lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect could we go down a little bit with the volume please For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. What's the power of God? What's the life of God? What's the deliverance of God? It's the cross. And Paul says in chapter 2 and 2, I determined, he said, I, I came to you, well, we'll go to one, and I, brethren, when I came unto you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Jesus himself. And we are the disciples of Christ, are we not? And if we say in, we abide in him, we should walk as he walked. Scripture says that. And he testifies over and over again, I did not speak my own words. I do not do my own works. <clears throat> and when he took the cords and cleaned out the temple of God. That was not Jesus doing that. That was God cleaning his house. And he was showing what the temple should be like. And if you read in Matthew 21, it says that Jesus took the cords and cleaned out the temple. Yes, he did. But then he brought the lame and the blind 
into the temple and he healed them and said, My house shall be a house of prayer unto all nations. A house of intercession, but a house of deliverance, a house of holiness, a house of healing. There's only one way that we can come together as the body of Christ and be under the head. We must walk as the head walked, as the head walks. <clears throat> and, and it is, yes, individual, but it is corporate. It is corporate. Because we are members one of another. We are. We should. When one member suffers. It should. It should tear on our heart. And when one member is honored. We should rejoice. And I believe that. That as our brother said already. God is bringing us to that place. Of true discipleship to Christ. And there's only one way. It's the cross. It. Uh, <clears throat> Paul again testifies. And you know Paul did tremendous things. You can look. You can look at the journeys of Paul. And all the things that he undertook. And. But he knew Christ. He was. uh, In tune. In connection. in, In intimacy. So much with Jesus Christ. That the Holy Spirit could tell him not to go here. And the Holy Spirit could tell him to go there. I look at that. And I think. He may have had a strong personality, I don't doubt that, but he was, that wasn't what was pushing him on. It was being led by the Holy Spirit of God so that he could be in such tune with the anointing, so filled with the anointing, so submitted to the anointing, that he could be told, go here and don't go there. Absolute surrender is the only path to life. It's the only path to Christ. It's the only way that we can find ourselves holy in Christ. And God wants us to do that. To just submit to him. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ, yet I live And the life I live by the faith of the Son of God. He lived each day. He writes again in Philippians. If there be any, therefore, chapter 2 of of Philippians. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ. If any comfort of love. If any fellowship of the Spirit. If any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy. That ye be like-minded. Having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, 
Let each esteem other better than themselves. I look at that and I think, wow, those are great words. That's beyond me. I can't do that. But the Lord can. If you'll just put yourself on the altar, the Lord will do that for you. And in fact, that's what Paul says. How do you do that? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This is not measuring up. This is letting it go, all go. And just laying yourself on the altar of God. Not once. Every day. Every day. Because you are challenged every day with emotions that overwhelm you, with feelings of, of frustration and, and things are not right and you're not, you're not right and you're not doing... I mean, the enemy will try everything. He's bringing everything against you and more in this age. There's only one path and that's the cross. Pray for this mind to be in you. Cry out to God for this mind to be in you. Because, as our brother said, there is such joy to be free from all that anxiety and all that striving and all of that angst and all of that feeling of, of, you know, not measuring up. There's a rest that remains to the people of God. When? When you've ceased from your labor, as God did from his. When you've ceased. When you've ceased, as our brother said, when you've, when Christ is increased and we're decreased because we've come to the cross. Let this mind be in you, which also was also in Christ Jesus. And we know that Corinthians says, you have the mind of Christ. There's no lack here. The storehouse is full, as our brother said. The storehouse is full. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, or some will put it, he didn't think that equality with God was the thing to be strived after. That's talking about his effort. Because what does it say here? But made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore? Wherefore? God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. By giving up everything, he obtained everything from God. 
That's our path. By the brethren wrote at the beginning of the move. You receive by giving. You live by dying. You overcome by yielding. And that's just scripture. We are coming to that time when God is going to move throughout the earth as he has promised in a way that's never been seen before. And uh, when the anointing is falling, and if you can understand where Paul was writing from, Paul was writing from the middle, from the midst of the greatest outpouring of God's spirit that had ever been on earth up to that time. He was he was in revival. He was in the outpouring of the spirit. <clears throat> and yet you see what, what else was going on. Because when the Holy Spirit is being poured out, everybody's right. Right? Because God's blessing me. So I must be walking right. Without a guide. Without those keys. Because Jesus himself said, Many in that day shall say unto me, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? That's Matthew 7. And... uh, 22, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name have done many wonderful works? If that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for wonderful works and and, uh, tremendous prophecy and even healing and deliverance and, and then... They had it. They didn't do that without the Holy Spirit. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. And that word knew is the same word that is used when a husband and wife know each other in the intimacy of, of that marriage that God has blessed. And that's why it says in in Ephesians chapter 5 that the relationship between a man and his wife is like Christ in the church. Christ wants to know you. Christ wants you as a bride of Christ to give yourself absolutely to him every part of your life. No opinions, no complaints. I mean, talk about an impossible list. eh? (laughs) But God is able, and he says that over and over again. Is anything too hard for the Lord? You can look at yourself and say, yeah, yeah, it's too hard. (laughs) But don't, never give up. Never give up. Never give up on yourself. Never give up on your brother and your sister. Never give up on anyone but 
Don't accept them necessarily the way they are without that prayer that they'll come to the cross. It's, that's the only way. Only the cross will set you free. Only that complete repentance before the Lord will give you that joy, that peace to know God is in charge. Maybe you don't like the path, but God is in charge. Whether here or, or whether beyond in the next realm, God is with you and God enfolds you. And as the scripture says, nothing can pluck you out of his hand. And, and you, you may struggle with that, but I want to tell you, if you will surrender yourself, you will know. Not because you're pushing forward, but by faith. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, you will know you are in the hand of God. And nothing can pluck you out. Paul said, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And he goes through the list. Nothing. Not because of us, but because of God. And because we've given ourselves wholly to God every bit. And we need to encourage each other. We need to pray for each other to do that. We are on a journey to absolute surrender. God will bring us there. Let the world be the world. Let people have those opinions and those things. I don't care where they are or what what they're following. But God has a calling for us. It's not some elitism. It's absolute surrender. It's laying ourselves on the altar of God. I'll read one more, and then this time I really will stop, even though I always say that and never do. <laughs> and we all know this one. This is Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. <clears throat> by the mercies of God. This is... You just come. God does the work. You just come. That ye present your bodies. I mean, it's understood you present your heart and your your spirit and your soul. But he's saying even your bodies. Even in this life. Because if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Isn't that repeated throughout? You're bought with a price, you're not your own. You're dead. And because you can be made alive, it means you shouldn't live unto yourself anymore. Every part of that. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and That's not talking about just the world world. Jesus was living in a holy nation, a righteous nation, a cold nation. And he was telling them to come out of religion, to come out of their orthodoxy and to walk in the Holy Spirit. And that's what he's looking for. A people who's 
very heart's cry will be, God, deliver me from this nature, from this world, from this realm. Now, so that I can walk. I'm seated in Christ. Oh, I want to walk there. I want to walk in that peace. I want to walk in that confidence. I want to walk in that relationship with Jesus Christ. Read, read your way through the word. As we, as our brother said, I think the Lord's going to really pull at our hearts this week. Let's just reach out to him. Let's take time to intercede. Let's take time to hold each other up. That God will do this work. That God will take us on this journey to be holy in Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know today, Lord, that uh, you're the one that is going to accomplish this as you've promised in your word that you who have begun that work in us will finish it. We look for that. We do come before you, Lord, and ask you to help us. Help us with our the many things that that come into our emotions and and fire us up, Lord, that really aren't of your love. Help us not to just accept things the way they are or accept people the way they are, but not be just preachers of doctrine, but living epistles. Oh, we want to be living epistles, Lord. The demonstration of the cross. Help us, Lord, to come to that cross and to lay everything aside each day to you, to pray for each other, to hold each other up, to never let each other go, but to stand with each other through every struggle that we have. And we pray you do that and bless our week this week in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.